Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcasters often say evergreen and timeless to describe our content. But the future is rarely kind to creative expressions. Can we avoid making shows that sound dated to the next generation? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. I've been watching The Chappelle Show. Remember Chappelle's show from 2003? Oh my goodness, yeah. Well, it's back again on Netflix. There's a whole series of drama around the re-emergence of that show, and it's not even close to important to today's topic. I'm watching this show that I used to watch a long time ago uh, on my new really, really big TV that I didn't have back in 2003. It's still funny. There's still parts of it. Some of it's a little bit dated for the references in there, but it looks dated. I mean, holy cow, does this thing look dated? Giant pixels, doesn't fill the full width of the screen. Just the video is, eh, that's the biggest problem that it has. And I just wonder, was was video on television that bad back in 2002? I mean, it had to be. It's not like they took VHS copies of this that they had stored in an archive somewhere. No, they, this is Comedy Central. They have the masters from 19 years ago. 19 years ago in 2002. So that's leading me to think about us in the podcasting space, not from the video stuff. That's video. Video, well, that's video. This is audio. And I worry about, and I wonder about, I don't worry about it. I wonder about how audio quality will be treated in the future. Specifically, how the content you and I are making today for our shows will sound 19 years in the future. Because, you know, we're making, a lot of us are making evergreen content. Not all of us. There are plenty of new shows that are out there and current events and trends and that's fine. But for a good amount of us, we're making content evergreen that's designed to be listened to at any point in time in the future. Which means, 19 years in the future, what will it sound like? It'll sound like it sounds today. Yeah. But how will today's sound be accepted 19 years in the future? You know, sound reproduction gets better all the time. It really does. The way we listen to and perceive sound is getting better. Just just like video, you know, that we can now preserve pictures and present those pictures, moving pictures on a screen with much more clarity and high definition than ever before. That same thing is happening in the audio quality space. Reproduction is getting better. I and mean, by definition, podcasting, we're working in a lossy media, which means data is lost when we push out our MP3 files, which is the most common way of releasing podcasts. There is some data that is lost, which means 
that there is some data loss going into headphones or earbuds or speakers or whatever the future might actually hold. So 19 years from now, will your episodes sound dated? Are you even designing them to be enjoyed some 19 years later? Or are you making choices based on the realities of today? No judgment. But you might be making choices based on the reality of today where you want a small file as far as overall bits go so that it goes down to people faster. Well, how's that going to work 19 years from now? Have you considered this? You know, a friend of mine, Marcus DePaula, said to me the other day that marginal video is forgivable, but low quality audio is not. And I have to agree with him. And I don't think anybody right now is making low quality audio. If you're listening to this show and you're making low quality audio, what are you thinking? That's not to be done. But in the future, I wonder about the the okay quality you're doing right now for audio might be considered low quality very, very quickly. Hmm. You can combat that in a couple of different ways. I mean, what you should be doing, what I assume that you were doing, and what I certainly am doing is preserving the master files. I'm not recording straight to MP3, obviously. I save my build files and the original source files. So in the event that I, we do need to, or I do need to go along and remaster, I can do that pretty quickly. That, by the way, is how music stays not sounding too dated is they go back and remaster a lot of albums because they have the source materials. Well, as podcasters, so do we. We probably have our source materials. So that's that's one good thing we should do. Maybe we hope for a, a hosting solution that comes along that allows us to upload our lossless audio files. And then they make some choices of how to compress and downgrade those files as they're being sent out today in 2021 that can be vastly different tomorrow in 2031 or 2040. Weird numbers to say. That might be happening. Although that's not going to help us with binaural sound or spatial sound, which um, was a promise that was brought out last year that I don't think has really seen full adoption yet, but think AR, VR, but in your ears? Is the content we're making today fit for that if that becomes the way content is listened to? Probably not, but hopefully that will fail gracefully so that even if there are some fancy headphones or whatever listening device out there, a decent file, maybe stereo, not mono, still sounds good on those devices. I don't know. And I got nothing but questions for us today, people. I have no answers because the future is not yet written. That's okay. Questions that you should be thinking about, all of us working podcasters should be thinking of. It's kind of the gist of the program. So it makes sense. And I want this to be a conversation. You and I can't have the conversation because this is a one-to-many broadcast. But you can have conversations with the other people in your podcasting group, can't you? I will bet you someone in your group, in your peer group, I will bet you there is one person who is way more picky than others when it comes to sound quality. Maybe that's you, but maybe not. I bet that person is thinking about this a lot. So share this episode with them. Yes, shameless plug for me to get you to share podcast pontifications with someone else and see what you're all thinking about the future of sound 
and how we can deal with evergreen and timeless content that at some point in time is going to look a little brown around the edges and also uh, dated or sound that way, at least. And if you like the content I brought to you today and I bring to you every single day, at least, you know, four days a week, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and uh, get me a virtual coffee. That would be a lovely thing. That's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.